Welcome to the Occuculture Club. What's up, everyone? I'm your co-founder, Damien. And I'm Nick. Nick, are you ready to click off this club meeting? Let this meeting commence, Damien. So, Nick, how are you doing this week? Back from vacation. Ready to go, man. We did a little vacationing together, actually. It was great. We took our yearly beach trip. Yeah. And uh, yeah. safe to say it was a lot of fun. It was. not the, best. the weather wasn't the best, but like we made the most of it. It's true. It's true. Nick and I have gone vacationing to the beach through a hurricane in the past. So this <laughs> little bit of rain wasn't, I'd say, too different or difficult for us to navigate. Yeah. I mean, that time we weren't even able to leave the the hotel. So no, this was right. a little better. This was a lot. This was a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Only a little bit of rain, which was good. But that means we had to cram all our shows into a, like a 24 hour period before. You know. I watched all six today during work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. I had to, I was, you know, I'm like working and then take a break and then work, take a break. And then by the end of the day, we're done, you know? Exactly. Hopefully nobody I work with watches this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He did this in the morning. Uh -huh, well, uh -huh. We're recording right now at 10 o'clock at night. So, I mean, if you start at the end of your work day, you know, I'm just plenty kidding. of time, plenty of time. Uh, so Nick, what were your thoughts about Peach Boy Riverside? Peach Boy Riverside? Yeah. Um, let's get the clunker out of the way first, you know, get the clunker out of the way. Eh trying to pull up my notes because honestly like it wasn't impactful enough for me to really remember it was dog water all right you pull up your notes while i talk about how disappointed i am in this show okay i think that this show's story i think it's art i think it's pretty decent right mm. i think it had an opportunity to be like a b tier a b tier anime right i think it really mm. really held that opportunity with whatever the director was thinking with deciding to just mi like mix up the episode orders and make it totally out of whack has absolutely like demolished my sense of like attachment to the show. I just don't care yeah. about it. Yeah. I don't want to like beat a dead horse because we've really harped on this for a while, yeah. but like, like when Hawthorne today, when he was fighting, uh, what's the Todoroki, the super powerful thunder God, whatever Little thunder kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know he's not going to die because I've already seen the future. Exactly. It's like just all no consequences, no consequences whatsoever. It's like, okay, we know everything that's going to happen. Like, Oh, Sally has to make a decision. It's like, Oh, we kind of already know what decision that she made, you know, mm -hmm. like we know, like it just feels so weird. Like there's no attachment. There's no, like, I don't feel anything towards it. I'm just like, okay, if anything, I'm just confused by the way that they like mixed up all the characters. And mm. I even forgot the witch, Winnie. I'm like, where the heck did the witch come from? You know? Have we met her already? I, I don't remember. I episodes have been so screwed up. I'm like, I don't know when you're doing, like, why are you here? Is this the first time we've seen you? Why have we seen you here? Like, I don't know. But he seemed to know, you know, <laughs> who she was when she came in and saved him. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like yeah. what Sumeragi and Sally have to fight, like okay, and then Frau's fighting the 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 eagle ogre. Mm -hmm. Also, no consequences because we already know the Frau can die and come back to life. Exactly. So we saw that huge attack, and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it would have been cooler if the eagle ogre killed her, right? 
we saw her die and we didn't know that she could come back to life. Yep. And then yeah. maybe she just like reappeared somewhere and you're just like, wait a second, didn't she die? Yeah. And you're like, dude, that's super. Why is that? And like, you know, put a little bit of like suspense or like mystery into the story instead of just like, oh yeah, she can die and come back. Mm-hmm. And then we see like episode, whatever it should be, be like, oh, okay, who cares? You know, that was like episode seven of the show, but now we're back at like two and a half or three or something. So, yeah, I don't know. I read online that this week's next week's episode might be episode 12 in the story or 11. And we're just like going further or like further into the story than we, we should be. And it's just going to continue to be out of order until the very end. I wish there was just some sort of like reason for it or if it worked together, but it's just, it doesn't. It doesn't. It would have been better if they decided to do the story in this particular way, but it seems like they created the episodes in order and then mixed them up instead of deciding what the story should be and then mixing them up and then creating a cohesive story around the changing of events, you know? Yep. It's just could have been good, man. Could've it could have been. What, now, what if we're like speaking way too soon and we're talking crap and then the very end we see the at last episode and we're like, wow, that's the reason why they did that. Would you be, how would you feel about that? I'd be happy because I want it to be good. Mm. Just, I'll eat my words. Like I talk a lot of shit, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll eat my words if it's great at the end, but it's, I don't want to, I don't even want to wait till the end, but I'm gonna, cause yeah. like if, if we weren't talking about this show, I would have stopped the show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. If we weren't talking about the show, I would have stopped it too. But because we're talking about it, we're continuing with it. It's not complete ass like, <laughs> like some we've seen. Like some we've dropped. Exactly. Yeah. Which I don't have I much more to even... say about it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I haven't even watched, I didn't even watch Detective at all this week. I'm probably not going to at all, ever I don't, again. Don't just that leave it. Lie. That might be not Let it be, Damien. Let I'm trying. <laughs> FOMO, bro. It'll get the best of you. I know. It is getting the best of me, and right now it really is. But I don't know. I just have nothing else to say about Peach Boy. It's kind yeah. of, it's over for me. Yeah, but I want you to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So if PB is out of the way, I guess in the first, like, I don't know, two minutes, which is fine, because we really don't have anything else to say. Uh, what about Moonlit Fantasy, Nick? All right, I'll hop right into that. Um, it, again, entertaining as always. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm starting to see, you know, in the uh, maybe like an episode or two ago, you hadn't said that there is no like overarching story right now. It's just kind of funness, and yeah. he's just trying to build. He's just building his trading company, and and I think this episode, episode seven, was the first step in possibly building out an antagonist really who do you think i think it's i think rembrandt is an antagonist in some capacity yeah he was well i mean they kind of foreshadowed it where they were like if he's starting a trading company you know we're gonna have to take measures into our own hands or whatever Mm -hmm. um but he's not powerful so he's it's gonna be more like a like a diplomatic or a Mm. political antagonist yes which would be interesting for this show because for, like it's all been like power scaling mm-hmm. and then just like tomio and mio being like super strong mm-hmm. and 
like there has been no like real political or diplomatic struggle here because they wouldn't be, I don't know if they would be successful in that type of scenario. It would be interesting because typically these types of shows is always like power scaling and you fight the big boss at the end and somehow the main character pulls through, Mm -hmm. but we've completely gone off of that. Like there is nobody who's a foe for him. So what if it's like a cunningness battle or a political battle where his goal is to start this trading company and it's like, you know, Rembrandt puts taxes on certain goods that gets in his way and they have to figure out like a political battles. Mm. I think it'd be cool. I think that would be interesting. I also feel like he's like low key, like creating his own army in the demiplane too, you know, yeah. of all yeah. the different species of, of, of a uh, human folk that he, or human demi humans that he has going on. Yeah. Some more demi humans. Yeah. What if it's more like a, uh... It turns into one punch man where he's just bored because no one can no one can really do anything to him. So he like finds entertainment and commanding his armies and having, you know, army battles instead of him fighting the people. That would be that would be very that would be a huge turn of events in this show. But it would also be like really funny because I can see him just being like goofy as all hell and just like trying to like command an army and then like people were overtaking him and like he then has to go out and fight them himself. <laughs> And he like removes his mask and he has like all the, like the demon Kings like that are following behind him. Mm. I think that would be pretty funny. It would be, it would be. I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I'm down for this not to be the hero's journey. I'm mm. down for it to be something new and refreshing and it's been refreshing this whole time. We've said I it, think it. Yeah. You know, enough. And when we do have fight scenes, they're real, like they're good. Like his judo moves when he was, uh, like when he was holding down the the wife and the two daughters was that was entertaining to watch and watching Tomo Tome Tomo um like her hand to hand combat with like the leg sweeps and all of that that was like that was pretty well choreographed and it was entertaining dude she's got some skill doesn't she yeah she's like a knight now or whatever samurai yeah and she gave her like a samurai sword made by the dwarves mm-hmm. to that dude which I don't even know his name actually yeah he's like. The guy at the very end. Yeah, he was like the bad guy of this this episode, but then he turns out like to not be a bad guy. And I mean they took care of him in like two minutes, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, he was light work <clears throat> for them. He got judo, he got judo thrown. <laughs> but I mean, that also I'm think like to Tomio Tomo really like she made him a spy. And that was something that she kind of did on the low. Yeah. I think that's also alluding to something as well. Yeah. I'm ready for there to be some sort of conflict. Like it's, I don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining because I love it, but like, I love this show, but I'm ready for there to be like some sort of like, why is, why do we need to spy? Like Mm. there has to be a reason for that. You know, I I want the conflict to start. Yeah. Well, we definitely have, (laughs) it's weird because like i'm looking at how many episodes we have left and there's only like five left Mm -hmm. and i'm not i don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna go (laughs) five more episodes like what will that look like in terms of creating a conflict and resolving a conflict in five episodes i definitely think they can do something small that will end up on like a cliffhanger for something bigger Mm -hmm. in like a season two um but i think this first season is going to heavily just rely on the parody and the goofy moments yeah I, i'm here for it you know i've enjoyed every episode so far i just 
I w- like, I want to know where the show goes, you know? Mm-hmm. Me too. Me I'm too. here for it. You know what else I'm here for, Nick? What? Our, our brand new show that we just added. A brand new show. So as you guys know, we dropped The Detective is Already Dead because it was trash. It was trash. Dog, water. No one liked it. It was the comedy, harem, detective, mystery, uh, romance, mecca, dog pile of nothingness. So many elements, and it just fell short on all of them. Every single one of them. So with that being said, we added a new show. Yes, we did. Because it came in late into the season, and it was you know, we didn't have to watch seven episodes to just then talk about them and then only have a few left and then the season be over. But Fena Pirate Princess. Yes, we did. He was there for us. How do you feel? I think it's so good. I how, So how many episodes do you watch? I only watched one. Okay, so we both watched the first one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought it was good too. And the first thing I thought of was the animation and like the character art. Reminds me of like old Disney movies, mm. like, like, uh, like old time. Beauty and the Beast. Oh. As their eyes are and the way that their faces are shaped, they look the the curviness of it. Yeah, it's like old school Disney movies. You're right. She does have that like, um, like if you look at the old school, like the princesses, like the longer face, the slimmer mm-hmm. and slender face that a lot of like Snow White has. Interesting. Yeah, and like I didn't pronounced, they have like pronounced facial features. Mm-hmm. like the, a big nose and like it's everything's kind of curvy oh yeah yeah otto and salmon they looked like disney like movie characters yeah, from like those, yeah they're exactly who i was thinking of yes wow they really do look like disney characters yeah. and they had like the humor of disney kind of like this was a pretty funny show or funny episode it was it they i feel like they intersected comedy and like action very well and suspense like mm-hmm. there are a lot of things that happen in the show and you're just like like from the very beginning with Fenna getting like taken off the ship, whoever that man was telling her to go to eat and getting blasted to that little kid, like telling, like pushing her off the boat and then like flip her to her, like being like getting ready to be a bride. And she's like going through all her plans. And that was like really funny. And she's like freaking out and you're like, wow, this is like a lot of different things happening at one time, you know, mm-hmm. to her planned escape. Right. And that woman being like, you know, there's going to be a hiccup of some sort. And <laughs> even the dude that was, she was supposed to marry at the very top of the, like, he like threw all the coins. He was like, ah, and like into the other, into the two women's like boobs. I was like, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah. Like. It's good. I, I just think it's really good. And then the suspense of just like, who were the people helping her? They left a lot of unknowns in a good way where it's, we weren't confused, but there were a lot of questions that weren't answered. Like, who are those people that were helping her? Mm-hmm. We don't really know who Otto and the other guy are. She knows her them somehow. And we got like a, a five-second flashback. We don't really know who they are. We don't know who the people with the antlers are. Mm-hmm. Um, or like anything about like where she is. Or there's a lot of questions, but it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't confusing. It didn't mm-hmm. leave me, it would leave me wanting to know about these things, not what the hell's going on. Exactly. I, I agree a lot with that statement. It was truly like, I cannot wait to watch the second episode, but I'm crunched for time right now. Mm-hmm. But I'll definitely be watching the second episode and the third episode as soon as possible because damn, I really want to know. 
yeah, we just, we just got to make it weekly. It's a weekly thing now. Yeah, it's a weekly job. Uh, one of the things that I I did read online, and this was like, ah, maybe not to read this online. I think I saw this in a YouTube video, but and it was like a brief, like, what is the summer 2021 anime episodes? What are they, you know, how are they looking? And this one person had said this, and now that I'm thinking about what they said and what you said, that it really makes sense. It's a blend of East and West influences. Yes. Yes. And now that you're saying like, oh, it sounds, it feels like it has like the Disney type of character design. And I'm like, wow, it really does have that like Disney character design. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, I'm thinking like Aladdin, Tarzan, like those types of moves. Like, I'm just like, wow, it really is a true blend of East and West. Yeah. And it's, it's Adult Swim and Crunchyroll, right? Yeah. Crunchyroll original, which I think is the first Crunchyroll original that we've watched at least, at least with the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, big fan of adult swim so it's great yeah adult swim makes like such great content and they're so like i would say like cutting edge when it comes to like what's actually funny and what's Mm -hmm. actually interesting what's actually like good content to watch they push boundaries they do for sure and and i I really think that in a fun way they're doing it with fena like i wouldn't be surprised i know that we're only watching the we've only seen the first episode but i wouldn't be surprised that by the end of this this would be a show that you would want, want to recommend to somebody that's mm-hmm. never seen anime before, but they like American style animation. That's a, that's a big claim. That's it a is. big claim. I but hope it, you're right. If you're thinking like, okay, like, yeah, I, I like Disney. Yeah. I like Bojack. I like Rick and Morty. You're like, okay, well you like, and you like cartoons, you like animation. Um, this is kind of like a taste of what it looks like for in Japanese in anime. Right. Yeah because they're getting something that's familiar, but something that's also slightly different as well. Yes. Because if you tell someone to watch like Moonlit Fantasy as their first anime, they're not going to understand like no. why certain things are happening, what, certain jokes, like like sometimes like the the etchy parts of the anime, they don't, people don't understand and they're like turned off by it. Like mm-hmm. I was at a a, a wedding and the after party we were all drinking and i turned on food wars the first episode <laughs> and people were like what what are what, what is this why is this happening here and i'm like loving it and everyone's like why 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 is the octopus grabbing her tits why, they, why <laughs> is that happening and i'm like well i don't know I, we're like five steps ahead right now but anyway that's my claim that's all yeah Excited to see yeah, those food wars is an anime for anime people. Mm. This is mm-hmm. something that could very well be if you like cartoons, this is an anime you might like. I concur. I agree with that. Yeah. Excited yeah. to see where it goes. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. And I wonder if the dude with the red helmet and antlers that saved her is the knight that she remembers when she was young or just a random person. I wonder too, but he's got badass armor. He does, and he do be fast. He do be. He do be do. He be fast fuck, boy. Fast fuck. Yeah. So that's funny. New show. We're digging it. Digging it. Going down this list. What else we got? Can we talk about Tier Eternity? Okay. Yeah, absolutely we can. Yeah, we can. Because I missed, like an idiot, I missed the previous episode, last mm-hmm. time, or in our last episode. And... uh yeah, like I was like four minutes in. I thought I was halfway through. It's like four minutes. Um, everything that you said was pretty spot on mm-hmm. with the, the with the previous episode. Um, and then we had kind of another banger 
with this last one, the one that we just watched for today. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, high essay, just not case. Dude. All around head case. She's crazy. I was like, she's crazy. But now after watching this episode, I was like, oh, she's crazy, crazy. Like psycho crazy. Like on, she needs a psych eval. Like, I don't mean to say crazy and psych eval, but you, she needs assistance. Mm-hmm. For like, sure. I thought she was just like lusting for power. And it wasn't that. It was she wants to die by the hand of Fushi mm-hmm. to live on for eternity through Fushi. I mean, I, I get her motive, you know, that's kind of like, I don't get why, like the idea, I understand it because mm-hmm. he can then be you. If you are in complete love with this person, he can be you and you can continue with him forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the whole being in complete love with this person out of nowhere is completely psychotic oh yes and and only through what seeing him like for like the first couple episodes in the show Mm -hmm. when they went during the march arc Mm -hmm. and it was like she's like oh my god i love that person and then like she separated and all that time passed and because we're talking years past like five years and she's like in that time trained up to be like more of a killer than she already was kill perona like she was like lost. It's like she was like in love with Fushi for for five years at this point. It's not even love. It's a sociopathic stalk. Oh yeah, it's not love. Yeah, yeah I should love. probably amend that. It's not love. It's it's uh, oh my god, obsession. Yes, that's the word. I mean, she said love, but like she if she's got like a handful of his hair that she keeps in her closet and goes in, lights candles around, and has you know. She drew pictures of him and she worships it. That kind of love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's that is not <laughs> obsession. That's unhealthy yeah. obsession with Fushi. I mean, leading up to that point though, like I was so other than that, my surprise with her character is that like the knocker tried to take her over. Mm-hmm. And she looked at her arm and was like, Why are you trying to take me? We both want Fushi. <laughs> And then it stopped, and I was like, oh, my God, hold on a second. It is intelligent. It listens. It understands. It can think critically. Yeah, and, like, it's just, did she dispel it from her body, or did it just be like, all right, I'm out? She, I think she dug her hand into the hole that it made, into her arm, pulled it out of the hole in her arm, and threw it on the ground. Yep. She's on some crazy shit, bro. I think she stuck her into the hole that it dug in her arm and pulled it out. I think you're right. And it wasn't even, like it grew when it got inside of her. So oh, yeah. it was the hole had to be big afterward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's on mm-hmm. she's on crack. She's on crack. She on drugs. She is holy crap. It was skeevy. I don't like it. I don't like holes like that. It's weird. Um and so it listened. And then obviously Fushi like, you know, turns into the Onigami, jumps down on her, is like, she's like, You're gonna kill me? Why don't you just do it? Why don't you just kill me? Why don't you kill me? And then like she like because she's about to like kill Tanari, and I'm just like he like leaves and saves Tanari and the little boy. And I'm like, I know you didn't kill her. We didn't say it, it wasn't dramatic enough. I know you just left her there, bro. And you're doing it again where you can't make a decision and like 
you don't do things fast enough and it, you have to pay for it. So what did he have to pay for? Hi, say jumps down, grabs Tanari, puts her over the fire pit of all the dead bodies, right? And then Tanari does what she believes is the righteous thing to do and to self-sacrifice while bringing Hi, say with her. And obviously Fushi saves both of them. Why both? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. And so he, skip to the end of the episode. It comes back and bites him again, or we're assuming it's going to bite him again mm-hmm. because he could have killed her for the 17th time when they're out in the boat together. Mm-hmm. She finally like confessed her reasoning, like her motive to him. Yeah. So what else does he need her for? Instead, he gives her the very small chance of surviving, which we know if somebody doesn't die on screen, they're not really dead. So no. if he would have left, we know she wouldn't have been dead. But yes, what comes out of the water? Little, little squirmy boy comes on up out of the water. And <laughs> now we have a knocker high of say when he could have just had his best fighting vessel would have been her. Could have had yeah. it. Could have had it. I, I don't know if he wanted it though. Mm-hmm. And because then she would get her way and he's mad that like Perona and March were killed by her. But then again, like, okay, like she's going to die eventually, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm assuming you're going to get her form regardless. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Perona. He didn't kill her and he got her form. Yeah. So, and know. I was thinking like before fucking Dr. Zoidberg came out of the water, <laughs> um, <laughs> It was like, okay, well, if she dies in, you know, three days of dehydration because she's stuck in the middle of the ocean, like, you're going to get it anyway. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Yeah, but he can't do it. He literally cannot do it. Now, did he kill his first people? We didn't see it on screen in this episode. He walked towards the three kids that were knockerized. Um, can't remember their names, but you know who I'm talking about. Mia, got- U- Upa, and Leroy. Yes. They got knockerized and they were the last left. And after Tanari was saved and everything was good, he pulled out a sword and walked towards them. Mm. So we think he finally killed his first person. Yeah. I think I think he did, but they didn't show it. Yeah. Which wish they wish they would have. I yeah, I feel like showing it may have been like more of a turning point for his character. Mm-hmm. And we would be expecting him to kill more people. Yeah. But because we didn't see it, I don't think we're not going to be seeing him do that more. Or mm-hmm. there's going to be like an actual turning point where they want him to have to kill someone like of more subs, like some more substantially. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to be badass because he has all the tools to be badass. He just needs to, but and, you know, that's the driving conflict of the show. Mm-hmm. That is a huge comment. I didn't didn't think that that was going to be like the crux of his character development was like, can he kill somebody or not? Like, I thought that was going to be like a, like a bump in the road type of situation. Like, Oh, I can't be killing nobody. I feel bad. And and then like, Oh, okay. I see. I have to kill because it's like every time, every arc, it comes to a point where you're like, dude, you should kill that person. Like, Oh, you didn't kill them. Okay. March is dead. Okay. Gugu's dead. Oh, okay, Perona's dead. It's like, and I don't know if that's like, like where where's like the where's the rock bottom for that? You know, mm-hmm. like it's how many bad. more characters is, gonna are gonna snap. die? 
he's got to have a snapping point. Something's got to happen. And you see it in his eyes and like a little twinkle like goes away and he just snaps and he starts killing. That's what I want. So with, and I think that's what at this point needs to happen. Like there needs to be some sort of rock bottom and that's the rock bottom where it snaps. However, it definitely is not going to happen in the next episode because that's the last episode. But like, it's going to have to be the character that he needs to snap for needs to be more substantial than what Gugu was. Yeah, and that's going to be, I mean, at this point, Peorian is the only one who's been with him this whole time. But like, she's old, you know? Yeah, it's true. She's grandma. It's not like your little brother got killed right in front of you. Your grandma got killed right in front of you. Yeah, I, I do wonder though, if like, if Purian has enough connection to Fushi that Fushi would like kill, like he would kill somebody for her because based off what I've seen in the next episode, it doesn't, it looks like she's going to die of natural causes. Right. In the next yeah, episode. She's old. She's yeah. old. So like, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be somewhat of a cliffhanger in this next, this next episode and for season two of To Your Eternity. Yeah. Yeah, still completely on board though. Love it. Yeah, me too. Love it. Oh, we might get the owl because the owl's with him now. Yeah, and the owl's got to die. It's yeah, got to die owl. at some point. Yeah, the owl's. I wonder if the owl is going to die. So Tanari obviously said, like, you know, go with Fushi and lead me back to him, like back to you, back to yeah. him. So like, I don't know if the owl's going to die before Tanari sees him, but I think it's going to happen. You know, eventually. Yeah. Get a bird, dude. I know. Take a sparrow and I can step on it, you know? (laughs) Get a bird. That's so wrong. He was so sad for killing the mole. He can't kill the bird. I know. He needs it, though. He does need it. That's the issue. He needs a bird. Because there were a lot of situations where he could have bird flew out of of it. I mean, the knockers are coming out of the ground there. He could have birded. Could bird up, you know? Yeah, yeah. There were yeah, there were multiple times where he could bird it up and been like, "All right, I'm out. Peace, peace." But he really noped the heck out of there in that boat. He, she was like, "I love you. I want to be part of you forever." And he was just like stepped off the boat, made a new one, stepped on the other one, was like, "Nope." It's oh. <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> nope, and just like he stepped off to the water and was just like, "New boat." <laughs> I'm out of here. He's like, I'm not even going to entertain that. And I thought that was so funny how he just like looked at her and was like, turned and just made a new boat. He's just like, yeah, I'm out. But we got one episode left. Let's see. <sighs> we do. We, we kind of spoiled some things for ourselves, but we won't spoil it for the rest of you just to where the show is going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited for it to get there. For it to your eternity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick looked at my manga collection. Yeah. Shouldn't have done that. Covers. It's okay. I didn't tell you anything. I don't think so. No. No. They only told you a little <clears> bit. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, everybody died. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I don't know which one was better because we typically like to save the best for last. Mm-hmm. And we have two shows left. I don't know which one was better because they were both fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think honestly. I was really, really happy with My Hero Academia. Oh, My Villain Academia. My Villain, excuse me, My Villain Academia. It's finally time. 
it's finally time. I've been waiting for so long for this episode to finally hit, and I was not not disappointed in the least bit. No, dude, they're such interesting characters. The so interesting. I'm just like, okay, so like brand new character was just introduced. Two brand new characters were introduced. The Doctor, Dr. Ujiko, mm-hmm. and then also really long name, but it's Gigan Tomakia. Gigan Tomakia. Big giant dude. Gigan. I want to call him Gigan because it's mm-hmm. a little bit easier for me. Yeah. Gigan Tomakia and then, do- and then Doctor. Who, uh, who ends up being all for one's assistant. So they, he was the one that was actually like creating the no moves from the jump. Right. And, and all for there. one has got like, he's gone and he's still got his, his arms spread over so many different areas. Like doctors still working for him when he's not there. And mm-hmm. Gigan is still like full believer in all for one, even though you know, he's no more. Yeah, exactly. And one of the things that I, did, I was wondering about Gigan was like, does he stay that size forever? And like, or was he like smaller at one point at like human sized? Like, how was he his, his uh, bodyguard if he was that big? Like, wouldn't people like be uh, like aware or alarmed that a creature that big was following around all for one? He'd be pretty hard to hide, you know? That's a good point. They did say he gets bigger when he fights. Ah. So I think he's still really big, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's like, like goliath big at okay. all times okay good good because so i was gonna say that's a little plot hole but no nah, not really uh <laughs> Sorry. and the doctor created a nomu that can do transportation mm-hmm. so that was like pretty insane yeah so i think he pretty much just like held on to multiple of all for one's powers by essentially depositing them in nomus mm-hmm. so like the transportation power was one of all for one's powers and he created a nomu that can do it yeah so it's like he's preserving all for one's powers with these no moves and i'm assuming the gift that all for one left the mm-hmm. powers is that mm. he's gonna like get the powers from the no moves put them into another person shigaraki and i think that's sugar you're right okay yeah so really great assessment i think that's exactly what's going to end up happening shigaraki when they defeat gigan or bat make him bow to him that Shigaraki is going to be the one that's going to absorb all of the powers that are right. being currently deposited in, in Nomu's right now. Right. Which also makes me think, does All for One have any powers right now? Or did he deposit all those powers into Nomu's? They kind of mentioned something about this again. Like he knew that he was going to have this bout with One for All, with mm-hmm. All Might. So he like did this in preparation for it. Mm-hmm. So maybe like some powers that were super powerful some really good quirks. He's like, all right, I'm just going to put these on the side and uh, save them for the future. Yeah, which is an interesting tactic because if, if you had all those quirks at your disposal, wouldn't it be easier to defeat All Might? Yeah, maybe he knew that much like All for One or One for All was deteriorating All Might, mm-hmm. the same thing was happening to him. So maybe he's like, All for One is hard. One for all is going to get passed on to a new generation and, you know, all might's like useless now. Maybe the same thing was happening to him. So he's like, I need to pass this on to the next person. No, that's a really great idea. I didn't think of that. And it's smart too. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. Yeah. I've been, I've then... been pretty, pretty good at 
predicting the show. Haven't you I, have, You have been. You have been really good. We we uh, I saw a TikTok from the second movie, not even the third movie, which just released, but the second movie, which was like a year ago before COVID started. Um, with what appears to be Deku sharing his power with Kachan. Yeah, wait, I haven't so seen that was already out. I haven't either. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I I have to find where to watch it so we can watch it. But oh, um, I should. I thought that was like for a preview of the next movie. I didn't know that was already out. Yeah, that was already out. Oh well, but movies I don't know aren't if it's canon. canon though. That's the They're thing. Not. It's so coming. Like, it's coming, Damien. You know it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it's it, in the name. Yeah, one for all. It's in the name. Yeah. You know, didn't like. I, did, didn't I put five dollars on this? I put five dollars on the bet. I think you might have. Yeah. Well, when the bet comes, to, when it comes to fruition, <laughs> you know, you'll get your money. Yeah, he's gonna be able to share his powers. Yes, I think that's the only. I mean it makes a lot of sense when you think about what happened, what potentially might happen to Shigaraki, right? Mm-hmm. All his powers, all the quirks are going to go into one person. And what's the opposite of that? The one power is going to be shared amongst everybody. Yes. And, and everyone's got a quirk, right? So you got one person with, let's say a thousand quirks, or you have a thousand people that are, that are completely fired up to like their max power level. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's going to be the deciding factor in my hero. Yep. Kind of well, seen yeah. it. Yeah. yeah I've seen it coming. That's why I didn't want to divert because there's still way more to talk about in this episode. No, that's totally okay. Uh, um, Dobby takes a detour as well. Dobby takes a detour. That's, that's like a, that sounds like a, a children's novel, a children's <laughs> Dobby book. Takes, <laughs> Dobby takes a detour. Yeah. The third oldest, the third oldest, uh, showed us on things. That you, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm test out a high-end nomu uh whatever that means that's just like hey you're too powerful to be in this fight against gigan so beat it um i guess it so this is actually happening in the past right this is two months prior the the events from this episode were two months prior to the present okay right maybe so i know it was in october and december so i don't know i could i mean I could look it up real quick. It's up to you. So the, my question was, is this pre-Endeavor fighting the Nomu? Or is this post-Endeavor fighting the Nomu? Because maybe that's the Nomu who's, he was talking about. Oh, I think it's post. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can't look it up that, that easily. I don't know where it's at. That's fine. My second guess was when he said he has like a, it was like an ally, a powerful ally. Mm-hmm. Or possibly it's Hawks. So, because oh. this is pre Liberation Army really becoming a thing, like they've been a thing, but like becoming a player. Okay. And the reason Dobby's working with Hawks is because of the Liberation Army, because they're not actually working together, the League and the Liberation Army. Mm-hmm. So maybe he was going to meet with Hawks. Those are my two guesses. Got it. Okay. It's weird that like the Liberation Army is a third player in the mix of this now. Yeah, I thought they were on the same team, but I guess they're not. I thought they were going to be on the same team. It makes sense, but I guess their goal, they have two different goals at this point. Yeah, they want to, Liberation Army wants to rid the like the hero and villain system, essentially, right? Yeah. And I don't, I don't even know what the League wants to do. Total domination. Just, yeah, I think they just want domination of the heroes. Yeah. 
and the heroes want to keep the peace and keep themselves in power. And I think the Metal Liberation Army just wants to eliminate the entire power structure between those two. Yeah. Makes sense. It's yeah. the it's the uh in Game of Thrones, you know, the Liberation Army is the White Walkers coming from the north. Mm. And then we have like the good guys, the Starks, and then the Lannisters, and they mm. both want to take each other out. Then this third party comes in and they have to work together. Maybe that happens. Potentially. Mm. No idea. Never seen it. Yeah. I gotta stop making references to Game of Thrones. Ah, it's okay. You know, if just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean that our viewers haven't seen it either. That's so. true. That's true. You have to keep that in mind. It's a global phenomenon. That was a, a phenomenally popular show in America. So, yeah, like you're the only person I know who didn't see it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, like, don't don't mind me. Don't be like, oh, I should make that connection because Damien hasn't seen. It. Nah, screw me. Don't worry about it. Make those connections. All right, I'll while, while, while I may not understand them, I think other people, other yeah. people will. Yeah. One more thing. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you have more, but one more thing I really want to talk about is the hands that Shigaraki mm-hmm. always wears. We never said, yeah. We found out what those are. Those are. Uh, yeah. This is. That's his family's hands. His family's hands that he killed. That he killed. There's no memory of doing it. No. But somehow, when he puts the hands on, he can feel it. Mm-hmm. He could feel the hands of his family members gripping him. He put yeah. the hands on. Yeah. I've always wondered, like, what, like, is that just a costume? Why the hands? <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not at all. All for one gave him those hands back. The doctor yeah. helped him out. Yeah. Some some weird shit going on. Oh, so weird, Nick. The hands. I also thought super weird was uh when twice got his mask removed. And when he got it, they took his mask off. He's like, oh, my God, I'm splitting. Oh, no, I'm freaking out. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for this guy. Because Shigaraki was just like, whoop, and just took his mask right off his head. And I was like, oh, that's so mean. He just wanted him to shut up. He's just a cool wanted, character. He is twice. a cool character. I feel, like, kind of bad for him. Like, I, I, out of any character that gets spared or turns over to the good side, I hope it is twice. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't like the, all the other villains, super cool, want to know more of their backstories. But I would feel justified if they were like defeated, you know, twice. I hope get some help. He's a good guy on the inside, but he's also a bad guy at the same yes. time. They were like, huh, let's just make this gray area character real quick, you know, <laughs> just write him in so you can feel one way. So you don't know which way you want to feel about him, you know? Yeah, they did well. This is true. This is very true. So. We did save the best for last, or was that the best? I think we saved the best for last. We did too. Tokyo Avengers. Tokyo Avengers. Damn. Dude, even like Takamichi in this episode was like, holy shit, Mikey. He was like, damn, Mikey. Because that was our whole takeaway from last episode. Yeah. Like, damn, Mikey. Damn. And I think Takamichi said it like three times this episode. Uh, again, Takamichi. Um, I'm surprised Mikey's not dead. Getting smacked with the pole multiple times. Um, something tells me. So, like, Takamichi. I don't know where to go with this. Takamichi wasn't able to stop Baji from getting killed by Kasaki. That almost made it easier. 
he almost made it easier, right? And I know I want to talk about like this episode in particular, but I'm almost like getting the feeling that like the reason Baja got killed in the past was because this is just a time loop. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And like he actually should. This has happened in the past. This was the last time he got killed. Yeah. Right. This was the first time that he got killed in this infinite time loop, you know? Mm-hmm. And like it's just continuing on in the story structure and like everything that's happening up to this point is because Takamichi keeps screwing shit up because mm-hmm. that's the story that's always happened. Yeah. You know, like Hinata died in a car crash the first time. Well, she died by a car the second time too. Yeah. And like you got smacked by like Baji got stabbed the last time, he's getting stabbed this time. It's almost like your involvement isn't actually your involvement is what's actually making these things happen. Um, so I was just getting like some sus vibes. Time travel's weird like that. He did stop Dragon from dying though. That was the biggest thing. He did. He did. That was one of the biggest things. But that's still stopping Draken from dying only put him in a Draken in a position where he's on death row anyway. Yeah. So like at this point, I don't know what he's changing with this current like bloody October, bloody Halloween arc. Mm-hmm. Um, but like everything's up in the air right now. Like I don't know if Baji's actually dead. I don't know if like what Kasaki was always planning on doing. Um, but yeah, so like obviously Kasaki is like he's being sneaky as heck, right? So like mm-hmm. uh Kasaki smacked out Kazutoro, but Kasaki is the leader of Valhalla anyway. Mm-hmm. Like he was calling Hanma on the phone when he was on top of the cars. Yep. And like what was his, that all about? His boy. Well, it, Hanma told him that like Kazutoro didn't, you know, follow through with the plan. He, he didn't kill Baji. He just scraped him apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dude with the mask was one of Kasaki's boys and he was in a Valhalla uniform, you know, mm-hmm. He's scheming this whole time. Yeah. Like he's always been scheming to take over Toman, but he already mm-hmm. has Val. I'm, I'm assuming he is uh, in charge of Valhalla, though. The headless angel. The headless angel. Yeah. So his scheme is doesn't matter who wins, who loses. He's absorbing either or and he's taken over, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Takamichi kind of said that. He's like, either way, you know, Baji dies or not. Like, Kasaki has put himself in a position where he benefits regardless. Exactly. Yeah. It's either Valhalla wins, they absorb Toman and he reveals himself as the headless angel leader or Toman wins, absorbs Valhalla. And Mikey's pretty much tapped out and Kasaki was the one that stepped up to to protect him. And he's now the leader of Toman. This guy is a snake. That's what he is. He's a, huge snake and i thought him getting smacked when the face with the pipe was going to do something too you know i I would just imagine if he died right there like like takamichi actually did change like baji was supposed to die when kazutoro stabbed him but he didn't and then that changed the trajectory and then baji ends up killing kasaki i was like damn i I wish he would have died right there yeah like it would have been it would have made things like much I don't know about easier, but like more in line with like Takamichi saying like, I'm going to become the leader of Toman. Mm-hmm. And like, he even said that in this episode and it's like, he didn't do anything and nothing like drastic happened where it was like, okay, I can see him being the leader of Toman now, but it's like, Kasaki jumped in there before you and like with his commanding unit, it just goes to show you like 
how smart Kasaki is versus how mm-hmm. smart Takamichi is. Like Takamichi thinks that like he's trying to come up with a plan to save everyone or whoever he needs to save at that current moment. And then there's like the planning that Kasaki can do. It's like two different levels right now. Checkers like, versus chess. It's checkers versus chess between yeah. these two. Takamichi's got like willpower and that's it. Exactly. He gets he can get punched and then get up again. Yeah. He's got no brains. He's got no brawn. He's just got heart. He's got heart and some charisma. Enough charisma to be accepted into Toman anyway. Yeah. And he cries a lot. And he cries a lot. <laughs> Crybaby hero. Uh, why exactly was Baji after Kasaki? I think that Baji knew that Kasaki was scheming to do something. So you were right that he's kind of been a double agent all along. I think so, yeah. But I, right. I don't think that everybody, anyone else knows that he's being a double agent. Like mm-hmm. I don't even think Mikey knows that bot that he was being a, that Baji was being a double agent. Like it so was either. something that he undertook himself without telling anyone, and because he wanted it to be believable that he was joining Valhalla. But he actually yeah. wanted to expose Kasaki. But when push came to shove to save him, no one wanted to do it besides Takamichi and uh, Chif- Chifryu, mm-hmm. his, like, his vice commander. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like it then goes to show like the planning that these characters, the tiers of planning that they can go into. And Kasaki is just still at the very top. Yeah. Snake boy. Yeah. No one is more cunning in this show than Kasaki. Yeah, I don't know. I just hate his eyebrows, man. I hate don't his you? character. Yeah. Just, yeah. But I guess that's the point. You're not supposed to like him. Yeah. I just why don't is like he him. so powerful? Like he's is he a really good fighter? Like, why are no, his, I don't his think men he ever, scared of him? I don't know. I don't think he ever was a good fighter. I think that he himself um was just good at diplomatic planning. Mm-hmm. Right. And there is a certain there are people in our current society that do things but never put their name or actually do it themselves right like they can manipulate others pay others extort others to do things for them and their hands never get dirty mm-hmm. and they uh... can buffer themselves to the point where you know yeah Again, another Game of Thrones reference. He's Littlefinger. Littlefinger is the one who caused the turmoil to start in the beginning, but he did it all from the shadows by hiring people to do things and placing the mm. knife in the kid's bed and yada, yada, yada. He just did it all from the shadows and he was weak, but he was smart. Yes. And he rose Kasaki. to power because of it. Yes. That's Kasaki. I bet you if I went on tvtropes.com, looked up Littlefinger, looked up Kasaki, they'd have the same tags on them and the types of characters that they are. Yes, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just his character trope. That's just this cliche, Kasaki. But I, like, what, what is usually like the downfall of these very intelligent characters, you know? They eventually get caught and then they die. Yeah. Eventually, they do get caught. It's usually in like a big expose too. Mm-hmm. Like it's never in just like a oh, it's in like a oh, you were the one behind all this entire orchestra. And usually, they'll they'll go through everything in one one little like flashback almost. So like you did this and 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 this, and then they're exposed. Okay. Yep. Uh, I mean, follow Game of Thrones. That's what happened to Littlefinger. 
and the character that you wanted yeah the character that you wanted and like wanted to kill him the most got to do it so Mm. maybe we'll see that that makes sense i kind of want to look up kasaki on tv tropes should i do it no don't do do it it. i want to get i want to get spoilers i don't want that you're right don't do it i doing i had it up too i had the website up i know you did i can see in your eyes You still have, you spoiled something? No, I didn't. I, I exited it out. Good. I promise. How many more episodes do we have of this? Five. Five. Four? Four? Five? Four. Four. Something like Just that. Not four, a lot. Four episodes, yeah. Good. So, I mean, some major shit's going to go down. Oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. All these guys got weapons. Yeah. Like, stop. With, like, a, how is that not frowned upon? I don't know. You really would think that it would be, especially with a lot of like older dudes there that are from like, like the adult gangs. Like, I don't know. Like, wouldn't they be like? Do they use weapons? Like, what is the what is the culture? What is like what's allowed? I, I feel like it would be weird to use weapons. Maybe that's American culture, not Japanese. I I don't know. It just bothered know. me. I don't know either. Maybe I'll do some research on delinquent culture and see if like actually having weapons is appropriate. Because like, we have like. In America, we have like what what tier system of that type of like I don't know delinquent I don't know what the appropriate word in America would be, but like obviously like there's when you're fighting you're fighting you know mm-hmm. and but in America someone could just pull a gun you know they don't have oh, guns yeah. in Japan so right. like they're when someone pulls a knife or something like that I wonder if it's equivalent to like pulling a gun I, you know it, you know it kind of sounds like it. like I. This show reminds me of like um what is the 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 stay golden pony boy the greasers yeah. versus yeah, the, yeah. like that the level of the outsiders and like they fall with their hands in that mm-hmm. and it just bothers like you just didn't use weapons you know yeah. and i feel like it's the same level and it just bothers me when mm-hmm. when i see him pull out a weapon yeah yeah me too it's like that's kind of weird because like even in Toman, I'm not seeing them pull out weapons. No, never. You know, so I'm like, is there like a cultural understanding that you don't use weapons and Toman's just like has that type of, I don't know, like integrity, if you want to call pride. it that. Yeah. Pride, pride that they don't use them. And then like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. If anyone knows in the comments, like let us know. Yeah. Are we completely wrong? Yeah. Who, I, How many times do you think we've been completely wrong in our podcast so far? I would say probably like out of 10. Time. If it's like out of 10, five out of 10, I'd, I'd think, I'd, yeah, I'd think so too. I'd say like if there's 50% chance that whatever I'm saying is not pronounced properly, mm-hmm. not that I got the name wrong, mm-hmm. um, I forgot a, a certain thing, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because this podcast has always been just about just us having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And like that was one of the things that I was going to put on our Instagram, on our Instagram stories was uh, like who we are and who we aren't. And like who we are is just like casual conversation, mimicking like what yeah. an after school club would be. Right. What we're not is like super in depth character analysis and know every single little bit of information. Mm-hmm. And being snobby about knowing that bit of information that you can prove to somebody else that their take is wrong. Right. We're more like if you give a monkey a keyboard, mm-hmm. eventually he'll hit enough keys to write Shakespeare. Yeah. 
we're we're the monkey hitting the keys you know yeah eventually you'll get something good out of it but half the time it's just gibberish <laughs> and that's fine because that's fun too you know like it personally i like hearing people talk about stuff that's in this like i don't need to there are certain youtube channels that i go to when i want the cert like the very in-depth analysis right you know but then there's also times where i just want to hear some just people talk about people talking about it you know yeah it's like we're like your friends that you bullshit with exactly yeah exactly that's a good way of putting it Yeah. Just get a tagline out of that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's it. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our six. But did you have time for my favorite segment? Unfortunately, I did not have any time. Oh, no, it's okay. I am I on the backlog. I have an entire uh, sticky note with everything that I need to watch between now and and then I need to catch up for the next week's. So I'm like two behind on a lot. Some shows I'm like five behind. So. It is what I don't it is, think you know? I don't think you're behind. It's more like it's like anytime Damien gets fired up, it's just a treat. So mm. it's like whether you're behind episodes doesn't matter. That's it's true. just we just get to hear you go off for five minutes. You know, this is true. This is true. And then we're we're also going to add another fun segment mm-hmm. to our show. Damien finishes Naruto. Yes, because. <sighs> As some people have said, you can't have an anime podcast without watching Naruto. See, you know how many times like I want to reference it and I just can't because I'm going to spoil it for you or you're not going to know. Yeah, probably a lot. Because we've Especially said it before, of- like, yeah, so many of them play off of or relate to it. How do you think I get all these My Hero predictions? Because you're just pulling from Naruto. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the only way. It's the only way. That's the only way he knows. Yeah, that, that. I'm two my my two favorite segments now. Damien gets fired up, and Damien finally watches Naruto. <laughs> I don't know how many episodes. It's gonna be a long time. That's fine, dude. We're not going anywhere. This is true. This is so true. We're not going nowhere. We're gonna do this. An episode a week. You know, seven hundred weeks from now, we'll be done. <laughs> That's oh what was that 12 years, 13, 14 years ish. Well, I'm 91 episodes into it. There's 720 episodes. Um, so it'd be 629 weeks. How many episodes? How many weeks are in a year? 52? Yeah, 56, 52. One of those. 52. Uh, take me about 12 years. Ah, there we go. You got us for 12 years, and then oh that's when we end it. <laughs> By then we'll be on like the third spinoff. It'll be like Boruto's kid has a, his own show called fucking Naruto. Choruto. 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 That's where Boruto is at, right? I'm just kidding. I haven't even watched Naruto. I can't talk shit about Boruto if I've never seen Naruto. You can't. You can't. It's true. Only you can. I can't. And you know everybody who watches anime because they've all watched Naruto. I'm not salty. I just want you to watch it. I know, I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I promise. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's just my childhood. You're neglecting. It's fine. Oh my God. Here (laughs) we go. I'm neglecting Nick's childhood. It's fine. Oh man. Anything else we want to talk about? No, I think that's it. Short and sweet one. 
Yeah, I was about an hour. Oh, perfect. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, that's the sweet spot for us. We like hour long episodes. That's how it's got to be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like thanks everyone for coming to our 39th club meeting where we discuss things anime related. Uh, this is your after school podcast with two wannabe weaves where we detail the season's newest shows and sometimes the analysis of old favorites. Um, if you could, with no peer pressure whatsoever, like, comment, subscribe. I'm told by some people that that's what I should be saying now. Um, but I don't know how comfortable I feel asking people to do that. I'm still getting into the groove of it. We just need um, like subliminal messages. Like we'll be in the middle of a conversation and just, it'll just go subscribe. And we come back to our conversation. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird to me. I just, if people like it, they'll do it. But like, I'm told that that, you know, everywhere I read, you have to remind people. I don't know. If you like it, subscribe. If don't move along, it's cool. Don't worry about it. If you made it this far, like what you have to like it, right? Or do you just like, make fun of us i don't know either way why wouldn't you subscribe or like this it, is true you know? if you're an hour into this episode and you're like nah these people suck well thanks for watching for an hour that's, that's pretty <laughs> cool like I, I i appreciate it i see the yeah. analytics it's who's cool. the real winner here hey yeah our egos not just kidding <laughs> <laughs> my head's big enough already man you know but anyway you can find us at hockeyculture.club or at hockeyculture club on social media and that's it There's only one way to end these. Peace out. See ya.